How much time till we're on? Absolutely. My favourite favourite band live. I'm taking over the pool at my Bali Beach Resort. I'm thinking about doing a thong-throwing competition. I just hope the Europeans don't get that one mixed up. <laughs> I'm going to put a snag on the Barbie, and I'm going to play so many Aussie songs. It's going to be crazy. Are you staying at that place named after you, Mr. Potato Head? Or not? <laughs> I can't afford that. I'm not on. Scott My daughter Sutton. was saying to me today, actually. Right. I said she's got this travel bug at the moment. You know we're on air, by the way. Yeah, yeah she's okay. got this travel bug at the moment. I said, "Where's it? she's come back on a cruise?" And I said, uh, "What's the next trip?" She said, "I've never been to Bali. What do you think of Bali?" I she said, should come with. Everyone should go to Bali once in their lifetime. This is about my twentieth. <laughs> it just fits my. Toddy Carney's got a. He's got an Airbnb over there. Has he? And I want to get him on the show. Can well, we get him on the show? Yeah. This yeah week? Well, can I get a discount? Yeah, and he's also got a tattoo parlor. Yeah, I'm not getting one of those. Over there? I'm too scared to get a tattoo. Mm. There are a lot of tattoo parlours. Brent Todd, the former premiership winner yeah. with the Raiders, he's got a couple of tattoo parlours over there as well. Oh, yeah, nice. Okay. I won't be free. Has, has anyone got a food joint I can <laughs> I can visit? Yeah, hey, Tony Smith Finns. Oh, well, yes. Yeah. So my mate I'm going with, mm. he's one of his customers. So the guy who owns Finns, the famous nightclub. Former Swan, club, right? Former Swans player, yeah. Well, he's mates with my mate who I'm going with. Dog. Yeah, that's right. Dog the plumber. Yeah. Yeah, so I think I might be looked after. When does the show start? I don't know. So we're on in about five <laughs> minutes. Hello. Welcome to Sports Day. I'm a little bit excited. Three more sleeps uh, until holidays. Hello to our listeners through the Super Radio Network. You don't care what I'm up to. You don't, and nor should you. Uh, SEM listeners, uh, 1170 in Sydney, SENQ in Brizzy. Uh, our track listeners and also SN Fanatic and those on the SEN app. And hello to all our listeners uh, through SENZ. Hey, also, mm-hmm. just on my daughter going on a cruise, now this wasn't her cruise, but she was telling me that a, some people were telling her that there is a cruise that goes around the world, somewhere around the world, mm. that if you put a pineapple out the front of your door, yes. you're a swinger. Yeah, not a real pineapple. It's just a sticker. Oh, really? And I think you've got to put it upside down. I don't so okay. anyone just knock on the door and come on in. Zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. Your favourite swinger clubs. <laughs> I think you've got to pick your cruise though. You don't want to go on like an over sixties five. Yeah. Like teeth in the bowl. Yeah. Away we go. Yeah. I couldn't imagine that. Just mm. imagine just turning. I mean, I hate touching. <laughs> no, I'm talking about swinging. Oh. I, I can't even share a tong someone else has used. Yeah. Not. Imagine sharing a tongue. It's not for me. It's not for me. I'm a germaphobe. So if you're in, on a cruise, yes. listeners. Have you swung? No. And you see pineapple yes. stickers. Have you seen one? On the door. Mm. Don't fall for it. Or maybe it's Well, some people alley. think it's yeah. like maybe it's a healthy room and they've got some fresh salad, some fruit salad. I don't know what they do with the fruit in there. but Yummy, yummy. 
Epic has arrived, the all-electric Kia EV9. We are getting to sport. Uh, well, Jim, Australia improving lives through fitness and nutrient ag solutions. Going further for Australian farmers, um, if you have seriously been on a cruise and walked into the wrong room like one with a pineapple, 0457... 736-736. We'd love to hear from you. What? Don't we, Satsy? Uh, New Zealand, I mean, there's a place for swinging. What? Oh, they'd be into it, wouldn't they? Kiwis? <laughs> I'm not getting into that. Double eight, double three uh, in New Zealand. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Give us a call as well. Check out our socials. Just sports... the North Islanders. <laughs> TikTok, Sports Day SEN. Instagram, SENQ. X, Sports Day NSW. Tonight's show. It's a beauty. I am looking forward to this chat. That's like I have to pinch myself sometimes and realize I've got the best job in the world. Mm-hmm. That I just I sit here and listen to the greats come on our show and just talk about their careers. And one of my favorites, and it ended Queensland's reign. This bloke was a big part of it. Queensland's reign at origin. His name is James Jimmy Maloney. Now, uh, in a coaching role at the North Queensland Cowboys, he'll be joining us. Not only was he one of the great larrikins of the game, but, geez, he was a winner, Sat. Just a big game player. And you hear commentators and rugby league experts wax lyrical about there's some players that come along every so often. That, and we keep hearing about James Maloney, how he had the memory of a goldfish. He'd make a mistake and he wouldn't let it affect his game. He would just risk his hand again. And most times, often than not, he'd come up with a big play. Now, this is a guy that went, he was at Melbourne. Then he went to the Warriors. They played in the a grand final in 2011. Ivan Cleary was the coach. Yep. Two years later, he goes to the Roosters. They went to comp that year. And then goes to the Sharkies. They win a comp there. And his, his window of opportunity at each club is only ever about two or three years. It becomes a pest. He outstays what? his welcome a little bit somehow. But you know what? He's, <laughs> he's a natural-born winner. And he's a leader as well. Even though he's never been physically a, a captain of teams... Like throughout his yep. career, he's always been a winner. Well, we played golf. We played golf with Ryan James that day, remember? Yep. And he was saying that the most inspirational speeches he's heard um, was when he was 18th man for New South Wales. Yep. And he said James Maloney at half time in one game, in which they won, he just said, "Follow me, boys. Just follow me." Well, you know what? That's... Going and 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 you know, there's it takes a special person. Well, you know, when you think about someone giving a motivational speech... You don't think James Maloney, do you? Well, no, you got this image of a, a coach that's, you know, 55, 60 and above, that's been yep. around the traps a long time, and they're standing in the middle of the room of a circle of players, and they're giving this Churchillian speech, and the players... A what? Churchillian speech. And they're banging the lockers, and all of a sudden they go running out. Yeah, hence Al Pacino. On, Perfect speech. Yeah, so... But really, the, the ones that really hit home are the ones that are short... They're succinct, but the person who's standing in front of you is a guy that's got mud, he's got blood, he's got his jersey half torn, he looks like he's really gone through a battle. You, know, you, you imagine like William Wallace, what he says to, um, to uh, all his countrymen. You know, that's the ones that hit home. The, the guys are very, uh, very short in their delivery, but you just know this is a guy that's he's in the trenches and he's, he's sort of more or less saying, hey, listen, the whistle's going to go soon and mm. I'm going to go up and out of this trench. And you either follow me or you don't, because either way I'm going. And they're the ones. And that's a guy like James Maloney. I, I believe what the Cowboys have been able to do and, and get his services, I think it could be a real turning point for the club, especially with 
finding it's going to be interesting to talk about Chad Townsend, who we want to comp with. Who a lot of people think, you know, he's at the back end of his career. Does he offer enough there at the club? I think with James Maloney there, they'll find something different out of Chad Townsend. But most importantly, I think Tommy Dearden will be one of the form halves just on the back of the advice that Jimmy Maloney will give him. Yeah, good start. I, I reckon you're 100% right. So we're going to have a chat to him real soon and find out the differences between France and Townsville. I don't think there'll be many. There'll be a fair few. You reckon? Oh, yeah. Oh, the temperature. Yeah. The temperature. I don't think the red wine's as good as the south of France. But I'm sure I saw a mad cow in Paris when I was there. Mm. You know? Mad cow's disease. <laughs> Probably not the, the night cow. Well, that's alleged. Yeah. Uh, three burning questions tonight. Daddy Vass will give us some of those. Um, uh, are you serious? Is back. Are you serious? And I've missed that. I've missed are you serious? Yeah. And then there's this one we're doing as well. Dividing families across the nation. It's time for the great Australian debate. What are we debating? Because we're, uh, we, we're pro-Australia Day here at Sports Absolutely. Day. Absolutely. Right? And you can, this is a safe come place. Come one, come all. What? Yep. Um, this is a safe place for you to come and celebrate Australia Day because we don't discriminate. Yeah. Everyone is an Aussie. Yep. Right? Absolutely. So... Um, until they change the date, of course, then we'll have to change this, the, the, the Great Australian Debate. But yep. um, question for you is, yes, with Australia Day around the corner and so those new lamb ads are out at the So we're just well. going, we're going head first, straight into Australia Day. Yes, yep, pl- okay. plus I'm hungry. Okay. With, with Australia Day around the corner, mm. what is Australia's national dish? Really? Is this our debate? Yes. Australia's national... How come it's always got to be about South Sydney, the Dallas Cowboys? Well, listen, I'm going to tell you what our national food. dish. I'm going to tell you what our national, not not so much dish, but national food. I'm telling you straight away. The Bogan Cigar. Ma- oh, there's that. There's maybe two. I nearly taught the kids into buying, a, having a Bogan Cigar on the weekend. Yeah. It's the Chico Roll, made in Australia. Bendigo or Ballarat. It's one of those B towns. Mm. That is as Aussie as you get. One. That's a tick. For the Chico Roll. Even though I'm not a Chico Roll fan, I can't – actually, I can't argue with you. I've always thought that just a good old slab of rump steak. That, steak, that could be any Steak, country, chips and eggs. That could be any any steak in any country, right? Yeah, but, I mean, steak, chips and Apart eggs. Apart from India. You wouldn't have a steak in India because it's – Wouldn't you? No, it's – um. isn't it a – not a protected species, but it's it's one the of cow. the – cow. The cow is – Sacred. Uh, sacred. Mm. Um, Do you think cows in India made that up? <laughs> Just not to be eaten? Do you they're like a cow union? Do you think? Chickens, they're rotten. Get in the race. <laughs> um, oh, chicken masala. How good's that? Yeah, but we're talking about but, Australia. Oh, yeah. So um, I, myself, I've always thought rump steak, chips and eggs was just the Aussie meal. Now, I said before the show, just what about the good old dog's eye, meat pie? But you're saying that's English. Is that right? I think so. Yeah. What about what about anything that you barbecue? Like a snag, that's probably British as well, but good, no one knows how to burn a snag better than Australians. How good are they, burnt snags? Oh, they the, don't get the ones. Yeah, that's the problem with the Bunnings ones. They're not overcooked enough. Yep. I want it crunchy. I want black stuff between my teeth. Mm. What is, what's a bit of food that symbolises Australia? Have we stolen everything, Sats? Do you think we've stolen? We like have stolen a lot. We've stolen land we're from only New a Zealand. Young, we're a young country in a sense of yeah. um, 
we've got obviously we're, we're the we're the oldest country when it comes to um, our indigenous our indigenous tribes, absolutely. But we're a young country when it comes to um, when we when we were what's the word I'm looking for? What? When Captain Cook arrived. Um Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Explored, landed. Yeah. So um so our discovered foods, our foods have come from other we we it's like it still happened. We've stolen a lot from New Zealand, haven't we? Yeah, Russell Crowe. The Pavlova. Split ends. Yep. Farlap. Well Farlap Farlap's dead now. Yeah, but we stole we claim Farlap. You can have Farlap back now. So we have stolen a lot of our foods. We well, have yeah, but Close proximity. You can't tell me the, our Kiwi listeners on double eight double three aren't listening. Go, they haven't stolen anything from us. They must have stolen stuff from us. I'll give you another food: melted cheese on a crumpet under the griller. Never had it. Oh my god! No, I never had it. Geez, I've introduced you to some foods. Mm. I've got to say the bogan cigar, the the, the white roll with butter. No as, butter, no butter. Stick as your finger and then a sausage roll on it. I don't do I've the butter. I've got to say, I felt my heart exploding. I, didn't, I don't do I butter sats. So I have the healthier version without mm. the butter. But that's a new. That's not even Australia. That's Newcastle. I think we established that was born out of Newcastle. Well, Daddy Vass has written here the Parmigiana. No, hence the word Parmigiana, Daddy Vass. Yeah. He said burger with a beetroot. Yes, I yeah, agree. Yeah. I'm a beetroot man every day. Yep. Uh, Lamingtons. Kiwi, aren't they? I thought they were as well. But they're good. But is our addition the jam in the middle? Anyway, they'll let us know. And it is palmy as well. It's not palmer. Victorians. Yeah, Victorians are palmer. They're weird, aren't they? Mm. 0457 736 736 is our text number, 8833 in New Zealand. What's the national dish in New Zealand? White bait. It's not lamb? Should be. So many sheep. What is it? But isn't the don't we have more sheep in Australia than Kiwis do? No, but they've got more sheep than actual People. population. Got a lot to choose from, haven't they? You've heard that story, haven't you, about Blocker and Sambaco? No. They um, when they're over there for the '89 New Zealand tour. Can we talk about this on air? Yeah, they were the two okay. front rowers. Yeah, and they kept going down to breakfast, obviously, and and everything's a buffet when you're in a team environment going away for long periods of time. And apparently Blocker said, oh, bacon again. Are you serious? Why do you keep having bacon? And Sam Baker goes, why wouldn't they? How many sheep they've got in this country? Oh, God. <laughs> Fair oh, yeah. God. So uh, Josh says, yeah, meat boys, meat pie boys. And 723 says, uh, is unashably, uh, this is Raymond Terrace Rooster. G'day, boys. Yeah, beetroot on a burger is Officially yeah. Australian. I had one at the market a couple of weeks ago. All it had, and I talked about this, Satch, when you were away. Yeah. Uh, this is no surprise. Mm -hmm. Had the bun, beautiful patty, beetroot, fried onion, lettuce, tomato. No that's, tomato. That's a burger. Oh, you can take the tomato off it, but that's a burger. Mm. That's an Aussie burger. 0457 736 736. Crime scene saying kangaroo mints. Well, when you look at our Indigenous heritage, our Indigenous history, kangaroo is probably our national dish. Can't eat it. Can't eat it. It's too... It's very rich. Yeah, it's bitter. I like I it, like, but... Yeah. Yep. A uh, warrior-holic from Wellington in New Zealand giving us a call. G'day, mate. G'day, boys. Happy New Year. Happy you New too, Year mate. to you. Uh, are you ringing about a Kiwi national food or ours? 
Oh, a bit of both, mate, as I wander around the beautiful fairways of Paraparumu Beach Golf Course here. There's not a man on the course. I thought I'd give you a call. How are you hitting them? How are you hitting them? When I think of... Oh, bloody good, actually. Bloody good, actually. <laughs> <laughs> no one to see. No one to see it, but uh, that's how it always works. Look, when I think of the food, um, 90% of it's a, a replica of ours and we do it better, but you guys <laughs> do chicken snitty and a chicken parmi better than anyone in the world as far as I'm concerned. And look at that. And and he says chicken parmy. Yeah. Which is the proper way of saying it. Unfortunately, we've got a, a state here called Victoria. They're a little weird. Mm. And they call it Palmer Warrioholic. Oh, mate, that's a, that's a poms in them or something, mate. It's a chicken pa- chicken parmy. It's one of the favourite things I always have when I land in the Yeah, Australia. they're beautiful. So, mate. Warrioholic. Oh, be, be trying to... what's, yeah, a, what's officially the, the Kiwi national food? So, is it, it wouldn't be white bait, would it? Mate, back in the day, it would have been fish and chips or flush and chips, as yeah. you guys called them. Um, but these days, it costs you about 100 bucks to feed a family on those. So I'd say these days, we're known for our pies. Pretty really? Much everyone, like, you see these guys all over TikTok bragging about the best pies in the world. They generally seem to recognise New Zealand. Have there you, you go. got you got the best burger joint in the world, Furburger Avenue. At, oh, um, where's that? Oh, that's overrated, mate. That's Is it? overrated. Oh, it's, 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 it's not a bad burger, mate, but if I'd had to line up for that, I would have been disappointed. Yeah, see, you're better off going to your... Do your local dairies cook burgers, mate, or is that... Yeah, it's the old-fashioned dairies. Yeah, Yeah, right. And uh, that's the thing in New Zealand. We don't have the old bloody hamburger bars anymore. They're pretty much sort of mixed in with Chinese takeaways and everything mixed in together. I miss a real good old... Coming home at 2 o'clock in the morning, stopping off at your local burger bar. Get yeah, the old uh, beetroot, lettuce, tomato, mayo. Hey, Warrior I love when you talk about fish and chips. I love going when I go back to New Zealand, the South Island. You go to the Meraki Boulders and have the blue cod. Oh, blue cod, mate! You can't beat that. Do you yeah. have that over there? No, we don't get much of it over here. Yeah, mate. Well, we, we get blessed with a lot. We don't have a lot of people. Now you see, we've got a few sheep, but not as many as cows these days, actually. <laughs> All right, Warrioholic, go ahead and well, mate. You know, yeah, Sats boy. Sats lost to a vision impaired golfer yesterday, who's very good. Um, so he's he's the best putter I've ever seen. Actually, he said, you know what he said today, yeah. Warrior? He goes, I recounted the scorecard, I did beat him. He's <laughs> like, Come on, mate, you're getting jealous. All right, Warrior Holly, thanks it's for your call, cool, mate. Have a good night. See you. There you go. What's your national dish? I, I love this one from Mark from Red Bank. What's that? He goes, Hi, guys, New Zealand national dish is barbecue. Oh, wow. Well done, Mark. Wow. Love it. Um, look, I've got a text here. Mm. No, I'm going to hook and tease. I'm going to hook and tease because our listeners will be very interested in this. Glenn's standing by from Newcastle. Already? Yeah, and he's got a, he's got a date, so he needs to go on. We've got to go to a break. Uh, there, there was cricket news I wanted to get to as well. Oh, look, quickly, the Windies, tomorrow, first test. Uh, Braithwaite, the skipper, confirming three debutantes, uh, Kaveem Hodge, uh, Justin Greaves, and Shamar Joseph. And the Adelaide Oval is going to turn on a nice, bouncy, quick pitch for us. can also say, uh, a, little, a little bit of nostalgia with me with West Indies. I want them to see, I want to see them successful again. We don't see a lot of nations that take test cricket serious enough now. I think there's only probably three nations, be fair to say. And New Zealand. Yeah, New Zealand is sort of just hedging on their bets at the moment, whether they go they short They do form. put up their best, though. Yeah, they, they do. always do. They do. Um, but I'm really looking forward to young Shiver and Shanderpaul's son. Yes. On tour. His How good was old man? Yeah. He's, his old man faced square leg. Yeah. When he, when he yeah. took guard. Yeah. No, looking forward to it tomorrow. Look, it's cricket. And you can catch all the action live on SCN. Uh, if you don't get SCN in your area, make sure you download the, S, the SCN app for free and listen wherever you are. Before we go to the break, Stepper at Redcliffe.
He's a great contributor to the show. It's got to be fresh king prawns. Mm. Yeah, good core yeah. stepper. Top three at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Break time. This is Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV9. Kia's largest electric seven-seat SUV. Kia, major partner of the Australian Open. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. The all-electric Kia EV9. Kia's largest electric seven-seat SUV. Kia, major partner of the Australian Open. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. Oh, that was an accident, actually. I actually did. Sorry, Daddy Vass is in the studio for three burning questions. We'll get to that in a moment. But um, got some breaking news coming through. Yep. Um, that Glenn has a, a date tonight and he's demanding to go on early. Is, is this true? <laughs> Hello, Justin. Hello, Fats and Vasta. Thanks for getting me through, buddy. So what's um, happening? How cute was six-year-old... How cute was six-year-old Connie when she announced to the world that she'd been singing since she was just a kid? Who the hell's then Connie? Then a gold Oi. buzzer on AGT from all the judges and the crowd. Anyway, got to go, boys. Got to go. Who gives us the pink shirt? Hey, oi, who's no, your date right. with? Who's your date with? He got you. He got you. He's not getting me, mate. No, he got you. <laughs> How's he getting me? Because his whole role every night is to try and beat the buzzer. And the buzzer is obviously his music. But he got you. He hasn't got a date. He won. He has not got a date. One nil for this week. Oh, get he tricked us. <laughs> he got. He, he got tricked us. us. He did he got not. Us. Hey, we're getting a lot of votes here for the the Australian national dish or food for um, Vegemite scrolls. Ken Mermaid Waters, Vegemite on toast. Mark says. What about Tommy, who's Yuck. got got to move him into it? What's our smart list? Oh, the Goodwill Hunting. Uh, men at work, 074, Vegemite uh, sandwich. Tommy from Sydney goes into Goodwill Hunting. He's a very smart listener. Aussie national dish has to be the Chico roll. Now, not just for that reason. He's always contributing with good stuff, isn't he, Daddy? Yeah, he's a good bloke. Yeah, well, I don't know if he's a good bloke. He could be an absolute <laughs> hey, flog. I don't know, but... Is it un-Australian to say that Vegemite is yuck? Yeah, it is, because... <laughs> it is because it hasn't got the greatest taste, but... It's un-Australian. It's got the greatest taste. It's, it is un-Australian to to say it's no good. All right, I'm over. You, you just got to eat it. You right. just have to eat it. No. Eat it, eat it, eat it. Now it's time for three burning questions. Whoa, this is good. Thanks to our mates at Toolkit Depot. <laughs> is that the kind of funky oh tunes you put on the lounge? I'm not a fan of, leg- of Vegemite scrolls, Kenny. I've got to say. They're not bad. Three burning questions time. All right. Uh, <laughs> right. Rooster Muzz says, who's Glenn's date tonight? Tire Tube Tanya. <laughs> Who? What? Oh, who's Tire Tube Tanya? You know, blowing things up. Oh. You know. <laughs> okay. Now, boys, uh, Aussie. <laughs> You'd never see a doll run before its life. <laughs> Jordan Thompson. He's teed off at the new rule. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which allows this spectators. Jordan Thompson. Yeah, yeah, into the match between games. Now, well, it's not a rule. It's uh, just new it's etiquette. It's a fan rule. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now he had a bit of a bit of a moment on court yesterday, Woogie. Are you kidding me? Really? Yeah. Oh my god, this is the wokest time. Okay, so the umpire's making Jordan aware of the new relaxed fan rules in Stadia. Did you catch what he actually said? I thought no. he said the, the, maybe the wokest tournament in the world. Oh. I don't know what he meant. Oh. Or it wasn't complimentary, I'm pretty sure. What's your thoughts? Well, he's, well, well. His, his comments a little bit right. 
Because it, I mean, what do you mean a little bit right? Because this new fan rule says that you, basically, if you're sitting in your your chair, words to the effect that you can basically get up and just if you need to go to the toilet or need to go to the, the well, during canteen, a, during a match during a match while they're while during they're a serving, game. yeah. Not well, while they're serving, surely. This not. is what he's saying. Well, like, there's people moving while people are serving. You just can't. Once upon a time, it was change of ends. You could quickly correct. Now, in the cricket, when there's the side screen, which is actually isn't in the side, it's at either end. It's stadium screen now. Yeah, yeah. is it? Yeah. Well, go, it, so if anyone either side meters. of that, if anyone either side of that is, did moving, you say side screen? It's sight screen. Sight screen. I mean, yeah. If anyone either side of that is moving. They just the batsmen just step away. We had a delay, didn't we, Daddy? We had a delay in the test in Melbourne, wasn't it, or Sydney? Sydney, because there was a piece of tape on the sight screen, not even in Steve Smith's vision, mm. and we had to wait ten minutes for someone to get the thing gone. So, how did Ricky Ponning score over ten thousand runs with a small sight screen? Yeah, what a struggle. What yeah. was your question again? So about Jordan Thompson, I mean. Um, I, I think love him. I think it's yeah I do too I think it's ridiculous that that you're allowed to be able to just stand up in your seat and just and does, walk around. Does it mean if Sats and Rat are playing tennis, I can call you Woogie and say, hey, can you just get up and walk behind uh, Rat while Sats is serving? First of all, I wouldn't go to a tennis match with Rat and Sats. <laughs> and, he, and my kick right. on my second serve, he'd never get it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, you know what? I think he's also referring, maybe, I'm not putting words in his mouth, but he's probably referring to other stuff that's happening at the Oz Open, which I do think is the most woke tennis tournament in the world. Mm. Well, of the majors anyway. All right, I'm going to skip straight to number three because okay. I'm really interested here, boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, if James Tedesco announces his retirement this year. I reckon year, you'll get some um, text on this. From Representative Footy. Yep. Who's first in Are line? Are you hearing something or not? Are you thinking he's going to retire? No comment. I think he might. Um, who's first in line at the moment for the New South Wales fullback jersey? Tom Trebojevic. Jay? Dylan Edwards. Okay. He deserves a crack. He does deserve a crack. I like, I like Tommy in the centre sats with... Um, with uh, Luttrell. Luttrell. You made a really good point, actually. I think New South Wales have... Got this great opportunity to pick one of them at fullback. Just say you pick Tommy at fullback, Latrell in the centres, if they're both fit, and you swap them during the game. That's the old Joel Kane method. He loves mm. that idea of being able to swap the fullback in the centre at, at stages. I think they've actually got a really good opportunity to do that. Dylan Edwards would be – he'd be awesome at origin. Just you need someone so safe. Are we but, missing anyone here? But uh, No, it's it's Pappy? Latrell, Tommy. No, I don't think Pappy yet. Mm. You again, it's fine for me to kiss your backside, but you made a good point. Pappy, maybe come off the bench. But the other one, too, if you have Latrell and Tommy in the centers and say Dylan Edwards did get the nod, mm. where's Brad and Besco? Yeah, I know. You can't leave him out of the we New South Wales. Stephen Crichton team. as well. You, you know, Brian Crichton Pye. could go on a wing. He could. Crichton could play fullback. No, no, no. No, he's a winger. He'll, he'll, be, he'll be fine on the wing. Mm. But I just like Bradman Best has got to be there, doesn't he? Well, based on game three. So absolutely. If, if that's the case then, does best partner Latrell in the centres, Tommy goes to fullback, and then you just as you say, interchange. Whenever you, know, you feel like it. It's a great opportunity. It's a great opportunity for um for New South Wales. Do you, do you, sorry, do you think James James Desco will retire from representing I don't football? Know. I, don't I know. think he will. I, I just think and I think purely based on if he did it, and I think it would be um a great move by him that he you know, he Getting towards the back end of his career gets the opportunity to captain a possible premiership side in the Roosters. Mm. Yeah. Okay. One more. 
I'll just we'll just drop the back of that. Who would the next captain be? I think Cleary. Chase. Yeah, I like Cleary. It's either him or Cam Murray. Okay, mm. given Cam Murray's the vice captain of Australia, captains his club. Both of them captain the club. So yeah, yep. either of those I'd be pretty happy with. Yeah. Okay. Now you'd probably say Isaiah Yo, but he lost his position in the third state of origin last mm. year. I don't and, think he should be starting. Yeah. Sad. So and he yeah. came off the bench in game three. So yeah, I think I think Cleary. Right uh, a little one if we can sneak it in. Should one there minute. be a mandatory physical that all NRL players must pass before yeah, signing absolutely. or agreeing to any well, terms? This is on the back of Ronald Volkman. We spoke about this last night. Mm. Absolutely. The NRL needs to needs to conduct a uh, physical test on based on the, their medical history and and not only medical history but what's what's coming as well for a player. Mm. Um, and that needs to be ratified by the NRL before any sort of negotiation can start with another club. You made a really good point, Jase. It should be like a, a roadworthy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Which is controlled by the government, and the governing body in this case is the NRL. And if they did the, if they did the, um, they do the testing too. You don't rely on the club. No, you do an independent medical assessment. And unfortunately, if they say he needs a shoulder surgery, he's not going to be going to be no use to the Dragons. Mm. Unfortunately, the Warriors, you've got him for the next two years. He's your player. Right, beauty. Great questions, uh, Daddy. Thank you for that. That's our three burning questions. Toolkit Depot, everything you need to get back to work. Tools, equipment, safety gear, workwear, in-store and online. Break time. The Met, I'm hanging to talk to this bloke. James Maloney, NRL legend, joins us next on Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV9. Kia's largest electric seven-seat SUV. Kia, major partner of the Australian Open. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. Oh, beautifully picked up by Maloney. He's got 30 to go. Are they going to reach him? I don't think so, no. Maloney gets one for himself. James Maloney. Look at those little legs. <laughs> Look yeah. at them pump. Scoring a try there. Um, Does he get the, the Sharks into the GF? It was yeah. too. James Maloney, I'm, I'm so excited about this interview, Sats, because normally I'm just excited about South Sydney players, but yep. I'll take this one because he's a bloody legend for New South Wales. Uh, he's a larrikin. He knows how to win, and we've got him on Sports Day tonight. James Maloney, how are you, mate? Good, fellas. How are you? Yeah, very good. Look, can I just start off, Sats, one of the great larrikins of the game, James Maloney, but... Mm -hmm. He backed it up with effort on the field, didn't he? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. We've seen um, whatever club he went to, whatever uh, team he was involved in, they tasted some form of success. And now he's going to try and look to do that in the, in the coaching arena now with the, with the North Queensland Cowboys. So before we talk about that, Jimmy, France to Townsville. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's a little bit different, isn't it? It is, mate. There's less baguettes and croissants <laughs> and a little bit, little, bit, little bit more work required. So... <laughs> That's a that's a bit of a change. I've noticed a few Aussies that have gone over there, and some of the Kiwis they've they've ended up staying over there. Some have opened up what little coffee shops and businesses. Did you did you and the family ever think about staying over there post career? Yeah, we we, we tried to, mate. We um, yeah, we loved our time over there. Um, yeah, we we sort of spent the four years, and we we're trying to get one more because if after five years we could start looking to apply for long term visas and. You know, possibly then um, look for citizenship, which would enable the kids to sort of, you know, get a French passport and then they'd have access to the whole of Europe, you know, for 
for life. So um, that was a that was a goal, but we yeah we, we couldn't quite work it out. So um, yeah, back home here and um, enjoying it so far. Back up here in Townsville, which is different and new and a new challenge for me. Now, Jimmy, when you return back to Australia and I heard you were going to be doing some coaching, then you're going to Townsville. He's a great guy, Toddy Payton, the coach up there, and and I thought. I thought to myself, oh, this is really exciting. Then I saw the first images of you tr- coaching, and it, I've got to say, it was a little bit disturbing. I'm just going to put it out there, seeing that you, one of the tough men, has a man bun. What? Uh, it's very European, mate. The, the hair's going. <laughs> hey, uh, it's just, it's just me still trying to hang on to the European dream. <laughs> Don't tell me you ate snails and took up painting in your spare time in France, did you? Drinking Pinot Noir. Yeah. <laughs> I I ate snails. I didn't didn't do any painting, but definitely <laughs> ate some snails. Hey, um, uh, you're back, obviously, as you say, in Australia. One of the assistant coaches at the Cowboys. A bit of a disappointing year last year for for the Cowboys. James uh, finishing outside the eight. I mean, happened to the Bunnies as well. But um, what is there anything different for this preseason? Have the players been talking about to last preseason? No, oh, mate, not sure. I think. Um, I think a few of them um, didn't come back till sort of later last year. Um, what was the World Cup or whatever and and stuff like that. So the boys have probably had a longer pre-season. Obviously, the unfortunate part of not playing finals footy is you, you end up doing a big slug in through pre-season the following year. So uh, the boys have had plenty of time, um, you know, to work on things and, uh, they're coming along, they're, they're busting their ass and um, putting the effort in. So we've still got some work to do, but um, they're coming along all right. I'd imagine Toddy Payton being the bad cop. Are you? Do you play the role of a, a good cop as uh, an assistant coach? And what what area are you focusing on? Uh, mate, I'll try and, try and keep things pretty pretty upbeat and pretty happy. It's, you know, it's never the most enjoyable time pre-season. So trying to trying to get everyone's head out of survival mode and, and just sort of worrying about everything else. But, um, no, they've been pretty good, mate, and I'm just sort of looking after their attack and trying to, um, yeah, trying to work out our style of play um, and get them playing to our strengths so, so that we can we can show off that. What do you make of Tommy Deard and how have you been able to spend, yeah, most afternoons with him? You're impressed with what you see so far? Yeah, mate, he's he's really good, uh, really good coach, uh, guy to coach because he he's one of those guys you can speak to him about something and you see him straight away thinking about it the very next session. You know, there's obviously uh, the challenge of coaching is you sort of coach a squad of thirty different personalities and um, some pick things up quicker, some other guys take uh, a bit longer to break habits and and things like that, but. Yeah, I really, really enjoyed working with him. And so, Jimmy, when you were playing yourself, you had this great ability. If something didn't go your way, everyone always said it. All the commentators, we've always said it. You've just got the mind of a goldfish. And you had the ability not to dwell on it too much and uh, not let it affect your game. Now, is that something you can teach a young half or does it just come with some athletes, do you think? Yeah, I, th- I think that's sort of a mentality. It, you know, dependent on personalities, I, I suppose that um, it, they have it at varying degrees. But I think um, young Tommy's he, he's pretty good like that. You know, it's I think from a coaching perspective, it's about um, 
you know, not not making them go gun shy. You know, understanding that they'll get things wrong, but if if what they're seeing, um, you know, to to sort of try and go for the play is is along the right right got the right lines, then you know, not sort of trying to stop them from doing that. Um, it just because it went wrong, you know, still encouraging that because you know. You hope if you can you can work on their execution, then they're going to make the right play more times than not. Yeah, exactly. Now you want to comp with Chatty Townsend, your halfback. Um, he, he was ve- he was very good for them when he first went up there, Jimmy. I don't know whether you saw much of much of his game when you were overseas, but um, when you look like you're going to the cows, did you do you reach out to to Chad as a as an ex teammate, or do you have to try and separate yourself from coach and player? No. I mean, look, I've still got a good relationship with Chatty. Um, you know, I've enjoyed working with him again. Obviously, it's a slightly um, different role and different relationship, but um, mate, we've always had a good relationship. But I'm excited to work with him. Obviously, he's sort of getting through the, towards the back end of his career, but you know, I still think there's, there's ways we can develop his game and um, yeah, try and try and make him better. So. Yeah, we'll do doing that, and he he sort of um, has has a good respect for me, and uh, you know, obviously having that relationship and playing together, he sort of knows knows how I see football, and and that can help a little bit in our favour as well. James Maloney with us here on Sports Day, Jimmy. I want to ask you a question. Uh, just I was just watching highlights of you of you today, and again, there's we talked of the top. There's been plenty. But what's been more important to you, winning back-to-back Origin series or winning premierships? Uh, it's, that's a hard one, mate. I think, I think um, you know, the premierships are very, very satisfying because you know it's a long grind to win, to win them. You know, you start off every year at the start of pre-season, you know, and every team's got that goal, and there's only one team that gets to accomplish it so that makes it pretty special but then on the flip side of that then um, you know to have success at representative level um, when you're playing against the best of the best that's also very rewarding as well so um, it's hard to it's hard to sort of take one I wouldn't wouldn't take one and leave any of the others out you know um, it's hard to split them yeah oh, th- those are I mean, as a blues supporter I just want to say thank you because mate we were kicked to the gutter for so long. These Queenslanders pissed me off. <laughs> they still piss me off, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now, Jimmy, thanks for taking time to, to catch up with us today. It's been good to have a chat to you. Now you're back in Australia. Before we go, your head coach, Toddy Payton, he's um, is he talking to you yet? No, he's not talking to me yet. But but he's uh, self-confessed. No, apparently you owe someone some money. So. Yeah, I do. I owe Peter Bedell $100. When are you going to pay? Because no, we've no. lost access surely, to Tom surely, Payton. Surely I'm not paying, I'm not paying it back. I'm not paying it back. Do you know what happened, James? <laughs> Do you know what happened? Sats on the air, one of his best mates, declared two seasons ago, the North Queensland Cowboys are going to finish last. <laughs> How do you say, you can't say that about your mate's team. I actually forgot Toddy was coaching, so. (laughs) Um, But in saying that, he is is, uh, self-confessed best dancer over 100 kilos. So, two-part question. Jimmy Maloney, do you dance? And if so, will there be a (laughs) dance-off? Probably won't be a dance-off, but, mate, I've been been named a um, 
put the dancing shoes on at a mad cow, so I'm sure we'll suck it out. Good stuff. Awesome <laughs> to catch up with you, mate. Oh, so good to speak to you. Good luck with the Cowboys this year. And uh, tell Toddy, Sats will pay up eventually. Yeah. All right. Uh, James Maloney, sister, easy, mate. sister coach at the Cowboys. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, fellas. Yule Electric Kia EV9. Kia's largest electric seven-seat SUV. Kia, major partner of the Australian Open. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. Welcome back to the show. 0457 736 736. Text machine blowing up tonight about all sorts of things. Aussie dishes and Maloney. Sats, hit us up. Yeah, we've got... uh... Maloney, has James come close to a crocodile yet? Well, in Townsville, he won't be far away from one at some stage. Mm. Even on the beaches. Now, it's a little bit more north, isn't it? No, no, no. no. Townsville's got crocs. I'll tell you what he will. If he finds Magnetic Island, which he would have pretty early, that's a beautiful place. Now, uh, Mark says, all this premature talk about Tedesco last season and now. He's only 31. He's probably got four years left in him, injury permitting. He's still maybe two years before he may re- retire from rep footy. Um, yeah, it's a good point, you mate. Uh, I've got to say, Mark, he is 31. He's only just turned 31. Um, but sometimes when you're on enough, the end of enough losses, you have, sometimes your focus shifts towards towards more club and wanting to captain, the ability to captain the team to a And preserve, to a preserve yeah. your body. Yeah, I've got to say, I think maybe he might be excited about Michael Maguire being the New South Wales coach as well. Um, and you wouldn't begrudge him for, to keep going on as well to – to also be one of those captains that can win multiple origin series as well. So, but you know, it's really important to him to win a comp as a captain as well. On James Maloney, great to hear you back, Scotty. Boys, James Maloney is someone you need. He makes it fun when it can be, when it can be, but switches it on when he needs to get it done. That's yeah. Scotty and Cronulla. Good text, mate. Yeah. So also about the Aussie dish. What's our Aussie dish as we lead into uh, Australia Day? Boys, simple. It's lamb. Oh eight one says. Uh, missed the banter over the break. What about the old jam drop jis- biscuit? I'm sure they are an Aussie invention. Are they? Okay. The jam drop biscuit. Okay. Belmont from Clarence. Hey, boys, if you Google Glenn the Reality King from Newcastle, nothing comes up. Of course. Of course that's the case. I'd... Hey, listen, I've got to go. We're going to yeah. go to a break. Uh, SCN station's going to the Big Bash. Scorchers taking on the Sixers. And Steve uh... said you got ragdolled. Oh, shut up, Steve. Uh, Back in a moment with more of Sports Day. You can hear us on the app and the Super Radio Network. The all-electric Kia EV9. Kia's largest electric seven-seat SUV. Kia, major partner of the Australian Open. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. The all-electric Kia EV9. Kia's largest electric seven-seat SUV. Kia, major partner of the Australian Open. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. Yeah, hello and welcome to hour two of the show. Jason Matthews, Scotty Sattler in for you. Tuesday night, love you to be involved. 0457 736 736 is our text message. Jeez, we've got a lot to get through. Double eight double three if you're in NZ or 1300 1170 is our phone number. We're here for Kia, World Gym Australia, Nutrient Ag Solutions. Going further for Aussie farmers. Don't forget, too, any of the stuff we do tonight, you'll find it on our socials, TikTok, Sports Day SEN, Instagram, SENQ, and X, Sports Day NSW. Before I get into a big bash update, 
you were talking to me mm. in an ad break, and I wanted to raise this. Maybe I should save it for tomorrow night, but bugger it. We'll test it out now. You were talking to me about a satisfying thing that you watch at home <laughs> of people who I go find, long lawns. I find it therapeutic. So there's a guy on TikTok who basically just randomly goes around to people's houses. Yep. And I don't know where he's based. I think he's in New South Wales. But he just randomly goes, he's got his own lawn mowing business. And so every Friday, I think at the back half of the day, he'll just lob up to a, an overgrown lawn and just say, hey, I'm going to mow your lawn for free. So we go, no, what's the catch? Yeah, you're going to rob me. Nothing. I just, I'm going to do it for free. It's part of my community service. So I find myself sitting there and watching from start to finish the end result. I find it really therapeutic. Now, he went over to New Zealand for three days in Auckland and was just rocking up to random people's homes going, G'day, mate. How are you? They go, hey, bro, yep. who are you? Where, where, where are you from? I'm from Aussie. I'm just over here. I'm just, I just want to do your lawn for free. Yep. People go, nah, there's a catch. I find it really therapeutic. I love it. I've become addicted to YouTube. I had to say that slowly. Mm. And because I hardly watch TV, I only watch TV when the sport on or married at first sight. Yep. And, and gladiators. I didn't watch it. How'd it go? Yeah, good. Yeah, it's not corny, my, but good. Yeah, it won't last. Yep. Anyway, um, I'm addicted to, and I find it incredible, incredibly therapeutic. Is that right? Yeah. Watching people cook in a wok. On the streets of Bangkok. Just a walk. Just a walk. And it rhymes too. It's that it's that sound of the sizzling and the and the and the ladle on the walk surface. Are you a street food eater? If you yes. Do, yeah, so yes, I. I am. But it's the sound of the walk. Yeah. The oil's so hot and it just like I tell you what else I'm addicted to at the moment? Soldiers returning home videos. A bit teary that. Yeah. I don't know why. But I find it and also um, mouldy pools that are green. Yep. And pool guys coming in and doing a full treatment on it and coming back like three days later and showing how sparkling clean it is. It's oh, therapeutic. I'm also I'm also addicted to watching old people travelling. What? Frugal travellers. I love it. Is that with the pineapple no. outside the door or not? I just love it. Yeah. Like where where were we without this TikTok and YouTube? Like we spoke to each other. That's what we did. <laughs> we got to know each other. BBL update for twoies. I feel like it's twoies or two. Drink responsibly. Hobart Hurricanes defeated the Melbourne Stars last night by seven runs. Where's that leave? Let me have a look at the ladder. They're here. out. I think they can't make it. The Hurricanes. Right. Because um, they failed again this year. I they? think uh, Matthew Wade was asked who's going to take it out and. He basically dismissed the Brisbane Heat and said, no, I think one of the heavyweights, the Scorchers, the Sixers will take it out. You know what? I, I, and they're playing each other tonight, of course. The Scorchers yeah, they and the Sixers. are. Yeah. I've got to, you know what? He's not far off it because I just, I'm, I'm worried. I'm worried about the Heat now that they've, and we spoke about last night, Munro and Billings. They're massive outs. Yeah, you get, you get Lava Shane back, but I know he's been back for two games, but you, I mean, it's a No, he's playing. For the test match. Oh, he is too, of course. No, we don't yeah. get we don't get any of them back. Ah, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, we played well, the last we, two games. Hey, yeah. No, no. So there's no test mm. players, and your good international players have gone now over to Abu Dhabi. Yeah, and that's where the scorches are so good. Yep. So anyway, the winner of that game tonight will play uh, the Brisbane Heat in a qualifier Friday night on the Gold Coast. And the winner, and then whoever wins that goes through to the final. Do you so. think that maybe the um, 
Do you think that maybe the, the Heat's position at the top of the table is probably not as authentic as what it probably should be? Oh, no, I think it's authentic. A couple of washed-out games. Uh, nah. Another game where the the Duckworth-Lewis system was introduced. They did beat the Scorchers mm. a couple of games ago and then obviously got beaten on the return bout to Perth. Yeah. But, yeah, there's many out there that believe that the Heat's position at the moment is probably not as authentic as what it should be. Uh, I think it's okay. No, it's, mate, the, the, their performances were amazing. Um, and a lot of games have been affected by bad weather. Mm. Where they may have got one win more than they should have was the um, the no result against Adelaide. Yep. You know, with with Chris Lynn on a flat wicket and, and all that sort of stuff. Anyway, that's our BBL update brought to you by Tui's. I feel like a Tui's or two drink responsibly. Sats, we've got a ton of text. Get through them. Just on the upside-down pineapple for swingers on a cruise, I didn't see that when I was on a cruise, but on a daily cruise there was letter activities you get each day in your cabin. There is a special mention for Friends of Dorothy for another community for events and get-togethers. I didn't check it out, though. She is honest, John the used car salesman. If you have to call yourself honest. <laughs> it's like when someone says, listen, I don't mean to offend, but I'm going to offend you. Okay. Fat Wallet says, "Will you get on to TikTok. It's the best time consumer. My new addiction online is people building cabins in the snow and people restoring <laughs> guitars. <laughs> See, it's interesting, isn't it? It's what people find therapeutic. That's incredible, isn't it? I tell you the other thing I love watching, people surprising others with a dog as a present. Well, how come everyone cries when, something, when they get a dog? So I do. Well, I don't know. I, I, watch, I watch a lot of TikTok, but I'm, I'm following every... Every cat channel possible. <laughs> you love the cat. I love, my my favourite thing at the moment is cat trees jumping on Christmas, uh, cats jumping on Christmas trees. And then the, the mess that happens afterwards. It's so good. Oh, God, so bad. It's, it's, it's so bad as good. You know what? But check it out. The guy that, I'll, I'll find his name, but check it out. The guy that does people's lawns. It's really therapeutic. But, I love it. Sats, you'll love this other one I'm, I'm loving on TikTok too. It's, um, it's like crime channels. Yeah. And people, when they interrogate, oh, sorry, I'm watching, and I've, I've got every every comedian on here, but it's people that, um, like, it's real court stuff, mm. or when they arrest people, they actually, um, when they interrogate them, oh, it's unreal. It's unreal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, what are you okay, following? Okay, uh, Rod2Knee two, Rod two says, uh, says, Nathan Cleary's two-year apprenticeship under Maloney at the Panthers has taught him to be the confident player he is today. So yeah, Nathan Cleary's always had talent. It's about having poise, and where do you get that poise from? Now a lot of it would have been DNA because his dad had a lot of poise and yeah, uh, was a really relaxed rugby league player. Ivan is a very good rugby league player, Ivan. And then yeah, you're right, Jay, um, uh, Maloney's Maloney James Maloney's input into his education in the in the halves would have been a really important one for Nathan as an 18, 19 year old. Hey, Good we're, point. We're talking about Teddy before and whether, you know, if he resigns from Rep Footy, he fills in. Uh, Rosie Marone from Mount Crosby says, Woogie, put Superman and replace Teddy. You're still going to get smashed. <laughs> Love you, Queenslanders. Mm. Uh, everyone's raving about this current Australian cricket team, but it wouldn't stand a chance against the GOAT test side in the 1980s West Indies. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean... Oh, I'd be interesting, you know, the bowling attack that Australia has got is is... It's yeah, but not it was, only world class. It's one of the best 
bowling attacks we've seen in a lot of years. But our batting, but our batting now it's is poor. nowhere on par with our units that faced those West Indians. Yeah, true. Yeah, in true. the 80s. And it is a shame. I'm a Test match man, and you know now there's an argument that Test matches should go to four days, and that's only because oh, this is ridiculous. A lot, a lot of nations don't take Test match cricket that seriously, so hence games are finishing in four days, but. Um, which is Mate, a shame because I love the test match. Listen, I love the fifth day. It's a championship rounds. If these minnow countries mm. don't want to take test cricket seriously, and I said this last week, let's not play them. So I'm happy. I'm very comfortable if Australia only ever plays England and India in test series and New Zealand. Because New Zealand, whilst they're not a powerhouse nation, they're very competitive. But you know what? They take it seriously and put their best side on the paddock. So let's just keep test cricket between the rest of us and the others can beg to come back and play test cricket. Well, the only way, the only way you're going to do that is by making, yeah, obviously the test championship points significant. And if you do play for a test championship, that there is a huge cash bonus at the end of it. Why? Which is not going to happen with test cricket because it's the, it's the way the world is going now. It's all about live golf and party holes and money and, and uh, the Saudis trying to control everything in sport purely based through money. So... Money is one of the great motivators in sport now. These nowadays, it's not about. Then nostalgia. that's right. So they don't have the right to play Test cricket. So the only way they're going to do it is if they they offer more more money in Test well, it's cricket. It's not going to happen. That's exactly in right. In fact, India, England, well, India, eighty percent of the revenue, Australia and England. What we do then is we keep the revenue within us, and they get nothing. Because mm. if you're not going to put the money into developing your nations to play Test cricket, which is the pinnacle of cricket, and it's needed, forget it. Yeah. Mate, yep. I, I asked Casper last week, what's the point having shield cricket anymore? Mm. And I don't mean that in a smart arsey way or want to get rid of it, but someone can someone explain to me what is Sheffield Shield cricket for anymore? Yeah. Because Bancroft, who's hit who scored the most runs in the last two seasons, has been the best batsman at shield level. An opening position comes up, which he's perfect for. He doesn't even get within the thirteen. Mm. Now, well done. Smudge, he's going up to open the batting. I don't mind that. I still don't know why Cam Green, based on form, is batting at number number four. And we have two we have two all rounders in the top six. But park the Bancroft thing to a side, what's the point in having shield cricket? Well you gotta have something. Wouldn't it? well you got club cricket. There's gotta be there's gotta be a, a, a platform of a, at a greater height than But it doesn't cricket. matter, Sats. Because mm. people are just gonna be selected from white white ball form. Mm. into test arenas. I mean, go back to Dave Warner. He was picked from T20. Yeah. He hadn't played a, a he hadn't played a game for New South Wales mm. and he was selected in the Australian team. What what is I, I don't know. Is am I missing something or is test cricket now obsolete? I mean, is shield cricket obsolete? So my idea is you play well, it's, it's it's obsolete to the observer. To the to the viewer, yeah, no one's watching it. Yeah, but it's not obsolete to to those that are, are, that are still trying to crack a baggy green. But it clearly they're not looking at Shield cricket to pick the next text. Oh, I think they players. do. I think I think they do. Australia, I think they do hold it in high regard. But it's just unfortunate that we have got a a, a plethora of very talented cricketers that can play um, top order. They can play middle order. They can be an all rounder. You look at our bowling depth. You know, you got Michael Nisa. Um, Joy Richardson, you got you got all these players that are that are um, Scotty Boland, who sh- should be wearing a baggy green on a regular basis. But why is Michael Nisa playing Shield cricket? He should be making a ton of money 
playing T20 cricket for any franchise around the world? Because he wants to, he wants to continue wearing a baggy green. He's not going to get there. And you're telling me then he won't get there by playing T20 cricket? I reckon no, that's bollocks. Will. He probably will. He's um, because he, he's in the system. The, the reason why is because he's already in the system. He's already in the. Yeah, you know, if you had to name a squad of twenty, he'd be named in that twenty. So he's already in the mix anyway. So it doesn't matter what format he's going to play. Mm. But I know where you're coming from. If you're not in that twenty, forget it. That no one. What do you do? You just continue just turning up each and every day and having faith in the system. Keep knocking down the door. My my idea is play. One day cricket in Australia, like you know, you play your, your domestic, play T Twenty domestic cricket, and if you're not playing those, you're playing club cricket. You're playing club cricket because a lot of the great players we've got now playing T Twenty have actually come from in Australia have actually come from club cricket straight into the heats, the sixes, the the hurricanes. Mm. Anyway, I don't know what you think. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six Cummins. Uh, was asked by SDN Cricket's bar at Sundaraisen on on the inclusion of Green. The return of Cam Green in a position where he's had a lot of success in at Shield level. He's got to go at number six in three years now. Um, but just about that, bringing him back into the side, you, you've always spoken about playing the best six batters in the country. Yeah, that's right. And really what's changed in the last, I suppose, six months was that Mitch Marsh has kind of forced his way into the side as opposed to... Um, you know, Cam Green being dropped because we didn't think his performances were, were up for it. So, really excited that he's back into kind of into the side. Um, he brings so much, and um, yeah, he'll get a good run at it um, and, and hopefully make that spot his own. So, what he's saying is, Mitch Marsh came in, and I th- and Cam Green got injured, was dropped, or was left out of the side, but he's done nothing to be selected at number four. And I don't get it. I just well, he's. Cam Green's young, he's an all-rounder, and he's the golden child at the moment. He's the one that Australian cricket want to put cricket Australia want to put all their time and resources in because they see him as a future captain of Australia. So I don't. Hence, well, but they know him better than what you do behind the scenes. So I, I, they hold him in really high regard, and this is why that he'll always they'll try and find a spot for him because they see him as potentially the future of, of cricket Australia. I see Travis Head as the new next skipper. Not just because I reckon he drinks long neck. <laughs> I just see, I see him, but I, I don't see Cam Green as. I mean, that all rounder position, Sats, right? That all, unless they're going to try and turn him into a batsman and forget the all rounder bit, that all rounder bit is probably the position in the team that you're most at risk. Because if you're not taking wickets and you're not scoring runs or vice versa, then you're always, I reckon you're the first to go, the all rounder position. So, I don't know if you get your skipper from that area. Well, he's got time. That's the good part about him. Yeah. He's got time. Okay. And Cricket Australia know that. He's got time to – he's got another 10 years before he even looks at the back end of his career. Um, text messages coming through. G'day, Woogie Sats. Good luck to my Sydney Sixers tonight and versus Scorchers, as it should be a cracker. Simon from Bowgowna. Yeah, as we said earlier, the winner will go and play the Brisbane Heats on Friday. And for our listeners in Sydney – and Brisbane, there will be an extra um, countdown to the qualifier. Five o'clock Queensland time, six o'clock Sydney time. Uh, there'll be about an hour and 40-minute um, preview of that game on Friday night. So if you're driving from Brisbane or the Goldie to um, Heritage Bank Stadium, make sure you got it on SEN. And for those in Sydney, if the Sixers make it, there'll be a lot of interest, particularly 
in that. Swoogie and Worm, Jimmy Maloney did have a great bloke status. But now, sports one of those rank man buns. Mm, horrible. So, therefore, loses his great bloke status. Yeah, I, I agree with that, Rooster He's Muzz. just a good bloke, Rooster Muzz. Not a great bloke because of the man bun. Uh, also, Roman Terrace Rooster. I'm pretty sure Jimmy came from St. Edwards in Gosford. Yeah, he was. He spent some time on the Central Coast as a kid. I think around Orenbar, around there. Hot chips and chicken salt. Chicken salt isn't really found elsewhere. It's fact, it's banned in the U.S., Joshy says. Chicken salt. Really? How, you, do, how do you get you chicken serious? salt? Do you get it? Are there... Yeah, that's actually deserves one, right? Are you yeah. serious? Mm. How, what's wrong? The amount of stuff Americans have and the thing they're stopping is chicken salt. Yeah. Is Nine. the import duty too much? Maybe. Maybe. Why can't they have chicken salt? Well, chickens how don't is it sweat. Chicken salt? It sweats. How is it ca- chicken salt? I don't... Where's the chicken... Where's well, the salt come from? It comes from the chicken, the bird. How? Well, they, what happens is they put a little tray under the chook. Yep. It sweats. Put it on a treadmill. <laughs> do they put it on a treadmill? They or do. Or like a, like a couple of boxing focus mitts and it's like... I didn't want to reveal how it's actually done because some people payment. might find that offensive. Now, Ninja Turtle says the national dish is a traditional mince pie, mince meat pie with free tomato sauce. I must admit the bakeries make the best... Yeah, the Asian bakeries make the best pies these days. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I've got a bakery down there. There's not a lot of bakeries around anymore. Traditional bakeries. Around where we live, there's a few. I've got a traditional bakery. It's a young Vietnamese guy who owns it. It's outstanding. It's called Loafing Around. Yeah, that's um, at Bur- Burglar. Yeah. yeah, Burglar Waters. Yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, got one here I want to mention too. Sports News. South have re-signed gun rookie Peter Mamazoulis yep. uh, on a three-year extension as the Rabbitohs prepare for life after Damien Cook. Um, the Dragons were chasing him, so um, they haven't got him. But that, mate, that's a good signing from there. Even though he's three years is a, is a good extension, but he hasn't, a kid play- hasn't played a lot of first. I was going to say that, yeah, yeah. Which means they obviously they know a lot about the kid. They must be a really good club man as well. And the times he has played, he played in their New South Wales Cup side, their knock-on effect side that won the comp. Uh, he's a good young player, a really good young player. So uh, Damien Cook, what he's thirty. Two, he might have another two or three years left in him. Right, okay. He's had a lot of serious injuries, so. Yeah, beach yeah. sprinter. Did you know that he used yeah, to be I a beach sprinter? Okay, yeah, I heard that. Um, Aussie uh, Max Purcell has made it through to the second round of the Aussie Open for the first time in his career, three six seven six six four seven five, uh, with a, a win over Hungarian Made Velkus. Uh, Kokonakis Tanasi uh, is on court now and is one set apiece against Sebastian Offner. Uh, now, uh, Daddy wants me to. What's up? Just, just, Steve from Dubbo. He's got real. He's got massive problems. He also says he watches on YouTube the Thailand Street Food Channel, and I can't read what he says after that. But he finds it therapeutic as well. The Street Food Channel. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Mm. Woogie, you've missed the point. Shield is as relevant as ever. No, it's not. If it's relevant, the grounds would be packed. The ratings would be through the roof. Well, Sheffield Shield's never the, – the grounds have never been packed with Sheffield Shield. Like Mate, the finals you, used to. You go back to the 80s and 90s yeah, when we had international players the playing finals in Sheffield. used to, but not like, that, like all four or five days of Sheffield cricket wasn't, wasn't Okay, let me tell packed. you how big it is. Cricket Australia puts it on in October, mm-hmm. September. Yeah, okay, to see if anyone's got any form going into a test series. And then they put the rest of it in March, at the back end of February, March – it's not relevant. 
to the fan. Mm. When was the last time you sat down and watched Sheffield Shield cricket? Oh, no, I, yeah, I, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you. Cricket nufties, watch it, right? But it's not relevant. And it doesn't matter if you're playing there because... But if the, you love... I mean, you love the sport. Yeah, but... But there are other people that would watch... It's like me. I love watching the New South Wales Cup and Queensland Cup. I, I could watch every But that's every different. Game. No, it's not. It's a second tier. I tell you why different. It goes a, an hour and a half, <laughs> not four days. When, when, the, when they're playing in front of a couple of seagulls. <laughs> like, seriously... It's not relevant anymore. Mate, we're going to be playing Sheffield Shield while the Aussies are playing New Zealand in February, March in a two-test series, ODIs and T20. Sorry, Bondi Jack, you're wrong for once. <laughs> Twice. Three times, a lady. I had something else to ask you. Cooper Johns, his farewell on social it. media yesterday. I love it that you know, Cooper Johns yesterday announced that he's going to step away from the NRL. He's going to take up a role with a very successful radio program, obviously friends of ours on the show. It's Kyle and Jackie O. Yeah, so, but I, I love how Cooper doesn't take himself too seriously, I've got to say, and he's a great young kid, but he put out a social media post just about his retirement. He said, love my time in the NRL, but after some late nights pondering over a couple of schooners of Malibu and Coke, no sugar, I've decided to step away for <laughs> a bit and switch out the leather pig skin for a microphone. Never in my days would I have expected such an outpouring of sorrow, grief and emotion. But in all seriousness, I'll never forget the lifetime friends I've made and the ones I'd never see again. Brad Parker, Harry Grant and Tyron Wishart. Just to name a few. The memories, so many picked from. First game, first try, first off-season scandal. Shout out to Cam Munster and Hectic <laughs> Cheese, which is Brandon Smith. And finally to all my coaches, particularly Craig Bellamy, who refused to select me regardless of mediocre form and numerous bribes. Don't expect a reference when you're looking for another club to drag through the mud. And finally, to my family, who caused me nothing but stress, you can go and get... <laughs> this is the end. Who knows? One thing I do know is rugby league is the greatest game oh. of all. So well done. Well done, Cooper. Um, you know, as I said, doesn't take himself too seriously. Yeah. Uh, very popular teammate at the, at the clubs he's been at. Uh, he comes from a, a great family. And um, Can you believe people on social media stats have been saying he wouldn't have played any first grade if his surname wasn't John's? Yeah, no, that's not true. That's yeah. not true. Yeah, so, um, yeah, but in saying that, uh, yeah, good luck to his next to his next chapter. Should I read out uh, Bono Jack's next text? Woogs, I'm referring to selections, not crowds. Yeah, I agree with him. He was referring to selections. I'm talking about Shield in its entirety yeah, being you, relevant. Yeah, you started talking about crowds. But where's the relevance? A bloke scored, he's averaging over 50. In two seasons, he's been scoring over 500. Yeah. And he can't get picked. Yeah, because he's... He's doing it shield level. It's irrelevant. Yeah, no, it's not. And I, I know you would watch every game, Bondi Jack. I know. You're the one. And Marmazoulis, nobody cares, mate. I'll get... <laughs> Break time, sports day. <laughs> the all-electric Kia EV9. Kia's largest electric seven-seat SUV. Kia, major partner of the Australian Open. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. The all-electric Kia EV9. Kia's largest electric seven-seat SUV. Kia, major partner of the Australian Open. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. I've heard people say that, yeah, baby, too much of anything is not good for you, baby. Peter Barry White, 
Sports Day. Welcome back to the show. Scotty Sattler back from holidays. Uh, Jason Matthews in the chair as well. The bat flip has occurred at Optus Stadium in Perth between the Scorchers and the Sexes. And the Scorchers have won the flip and it will bat first. Good game tonight. Starting, starting soon. The winner of that game will go through to the qualifier against the Heat Friday night. Uh, live from Heritage Bank Stadium. That game, of course, here on SEN. You can stream that free. Uh, let's get into some more um, some more text here, Sats, before we do an NFL update. Well, Timmy the Tool, Timmy the man, he's, yeah. he's, on my, he's on my wagon. He says, oh, Sats, steak, chips, eggs, yes, please. The simple things. Uh, we've also got Ron the Truckee. It's got to be steak, chips, and eggs as the Aussie meal. Um, and I'm not sure, I don't know what a wok is. Is it something you throw at a wabbit when you don't have a wife or? <laughs> Evil That's Eye good. says the national dish is a buttered white bread sandwich with Devon, hot chips and tomato sauce. How good's Devon? See, I'm, I'm, I hate Devon, but I've got to say, I've got to say that's that's a really good shout out. But the bread's got to be crackingly fresh, like yeah. that morning. Yep. Well, your fingerprints are still in it. When yeah. You, yeah. So what do you make of this? Daniel from Prairiewood, one of our smartest listeners, Sats and Woogie being colonised by the British. So he's already giving us a history lesson. Uh, being well, colonised by on, the wait. British. We all knew that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and being a country built on immigration. Australia really doesn't have a national dish per se. We have adopted dishes and put our own unique spin on it. Mm. I grew up on homemade rissoles with mashed potato peas covered in caramel, caramelised onion and gravy. Nice. Yes. How good was your mum cooked oh, caramelised onion? Yeah. Well, it depends how many she had through the day. Yeah. And traditional Sunday roast chicken dinner with baked veggies. Now, you're having bubble and squeak tonight. Yeah, we had roast last night. Yeah. So, yeah, oh, but, mate, but isn't the Chico roll uniquely Australian? I think it is. It is. It's made in Ballarat or Bendigo, one of those places. Yeah. So I'm, I'm all for that. Aussie dishes, lads. We are eating sausage rolls, sausage roll rolls at lunchtime from the canteen at a high school in Newcastle in the early 70s. Jason was spot on the other day. I've never, ever heard of that. Yeah. Until you mentioned it to me late last Cheers, year. Cheers, St. Boyd 2HD. Mate, it's, I think we've worked out. I, I think, think Chico Row is one of, the, one of the worst canteen foods that I've tasted. Chico Roll? Yeah. Oh, shut up. Yeah. Just shut up. <laughs> uh, but the, Burn your mouth when you But the sausage the roll, row, roll, the boat, you right? <laughs> like his cough. Oh, mate, you, you, you're choking on your salmon and my broccoli. It smells so rank. Getting back to the Bogan cigar, yeah, that's I think that's we've worked out where it was born, Newcastle. You said it was it was from Birong. Well, I, we used to have it at Birong Boys High, yeah, yeah, in Sydney. That should be outlawed from every school. No child should be eating a sausage roll in a in a roll. And the other guy, the other kids, would get the pie, rip the top off, and scoop the crusty. Do you bread agree roll on sushi it? being sold at a canteen at a school? You can't have sushi at a school. Oh, they, they reckon it's... They, That's too fancy. They reckon it's healthy. That's probably why. Would they have sushi at Birong Boys High? No. No way. We would laugh at, laugh at it. Yeah. Send it on its way. Over to Hunter's Hill. <laughs> That's right. Get out of here. <laughs> uh, what else is there? Great Aussie dishes uh, are at most pubs, gents. Chicken parmy. Thank you for saying parmy. Surely corned beef and white sauce. I'm halfway through... Cam says. I'm halfway through reading your oh, text. I'm still asleep. Uh, well, thanks. You're making a Canara Cowboy sound um, um, boring. What do you say? Uh, just anything at a pub. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it is fair. I still think 
steak, chips and egg. 355 says Tim Tams. No, come on, that's just a snack. Can a snack be considered a dish? No. No. Uh, I do like I do like the the corned beef and white sauce and is is Australian. Corned beef for some reason to me sounds very English. It's something you only eat once a year as well. It's like like turkey. <laughs> why don't we eat turkey? Rolled turkey. I have turkey in my subway. Yeah, but why don't we cook it at home yeah, and I have know. it? It's such a nice meat, right? Yeah. Oh, I ate a lot of turkey mince. Oh, do you? Yeah. Of course you do. I cook it for Frank as well. I'd, of course turkey you mince. do. Hey, what? A, but, but seriously, corned beef is the most underrated piece of meat there is out there. We've talked about this, haven't yeah. we? It's yeah. underrated. Mm. Uh, Aussie dishes, talking about Aussie food plus cost of living. I don't know if we talked about that, but it's cheaper to buy a jar of Vegemite in Tesco Leeds than here in Australia. What a joke. That's from Brad. Really? Did you ever get into Marmite? No. Nah. Horrible. Uh, 989. Chico rolls need to be at least two days old. That, oh, in that the makes Marie. me crook. Yeah, no. Thinking about that. They've got to be straight out of the fry. But, the, mate, do you want to have a healthy Chico roll? <laughs> is there such a thing? Are you serious? <laughs> there is. Well, it's full of veggies, mate. What you do is you air fry it and the ends just start popping. I've got a business idea, Sats. I just want to have, open up a business where you chop off the ends of the Chico rolls and mm. that's all you sell. Because that's the best part of the chico roll. They do roll, that the in England. Do they? I think they, it's it's the off, it's the burnt bits of the chips, fish and chips, and you can order oh. a container of the yeah the, the the burnt bits of the chips and the uh, and the and the battered fish. Here's one for you, Axel, on the text. This this chef is a disgrace, boys. I thought I read somewhere that an Australian chef who passed away recently was responsible for taking smashed avocado on toast to the world. Yeah, was he responsible for the price of it as well? That was Neil Granger, wasn't it? Or was it? Yeah, the, the, the chef that's just recently passed away, the oh, Aussie, well, famous yeah. Aussie chef. Was he the one who invented avocado on toast? He's the one that made it a, yeah, he made it a, a common part of everyday breakfast. I'm a massive sausage roll on roll with plenty of tomato sauce oh. and buttered. I reckon knotted roll, the go-to, best hangover tucker ever. And my brother was big on the toasted fish fingers and cheese sangers. Yes! What's happened to fish fingers? Are they still around? Yeah, it's a kid's meal. Purely a kid's meal. Is it? Yeah. I love the dine. I'll tell you what, I can't go there at the moment because it's Audi and they don't have any Australia Day stuff, but they make the best dinosaur chicken nuggets. <laughs> They're great. <laughs> They're the best. We're going to go to break, Sats. Back in a moment. Oh, we didn't do the NFL update, did we? Ah, uh, we'll do it in a sec. Uh, this is Sports Day. <laughs> The all-electric Kia EV9. Kia's largest electric seven-seat SUV. Kia, major partner of the Australian Open. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. The all-electric Kia EV9. Kia's largest electric seven-seat SUV. Kia, major partner of the Australian Open. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. Welcome back to the show. Sats and I, during the ad break, have worked out our talk topic for tomorrow night. What's what's your plan and what what's your go at a buffet? We're sitting here talking about how we attack a buffet. So you can't eat bread. Bread's out. And you can't eat pasta. No. Yeah, no carbs. No. No Fills carbs. Up too early. And then you... Do you go 
after you've had dessert, do you go back to the hot food? No, seafood. I'll go ah. back to My wife starts with dessert at a buffet, but I'll go buffet. Uh, sorry, I'll go dessert, mm. ice cream, and then I'll go back and have some prawns. Tell Olivia that your daughter, she can't have chicken nuggets. She has chicken nuggets out of buffet. I mean, you're not six. Wake up to yourself, woman. Hey. It's my daughter. I can tell that story. No, you can't. Twisted Ugboot says our national dish is a carvery lamb roast. Can't disagree with that. At your local club with mashed veggies and gravy. Mate, You did you play footy at Runaway Bay Leagues? Did I play footy at Runaway Bay Leagues? I don't see a name up on the board. There's a photo of them under 13, South Queensland. <laughs> I was stirring you. <laughs> Mate, they do the best roast on a Sunday night. It's like 13 bucks. Yeah? Plate stacked high. It's awesome. Mm. I love a good club roast. They're good. Hey, we better do an NFL update. Catch every NFL game this season with Game Pass. Only on design. Visit gamepass.com. Cowboy fans unhappy. I don't know if it's cowboy fans. It's just everyone who hates the Cowboys. Putting out social media posts, which this is... And you know who sent me this? Right. Straight up. Only the seasons change. Every year, this team just comes up late. Lame. People always say. Yeah, it goes on. It goes what on. What about the guy in that film clip? He's got a tattoo with the Cowboys. 2023 Super Bowl chumps. I know. What's champs? Yeah. Unbelievable. Um, but they haven't won anything since 95. I know. It's been a long time. Troy Aikman and Emmett Smith in those years. How would they feel? I mean, Troy Aikman calls their games. He did in this game the other day, but he must be sitting back going, oh, my God. Hey, did you see the footage on, again on social media, on TikTok? Uh, uh, Jimmy Johnson, their former coach, who won, well, they won three Super Bowls. Yep. Who, when they inducted him into the, the NFL Hall of Fame, on their show, they're one with Terry Bradshaw and Michael Strahan. Yep. They announced to him, and Troy Aikman was at a game elsewhere watching it remotely. Awesome. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's really yeah, good. Yeah, awesome. Um, the Cowboys, as bad as that result was on Monday morning, I can't believe this, but the Philadelphia Eagles said, here, hold our beer. They've been knocked out mm. already. They've had, they had a wonderful start to the year, 10-1, and one, and then all of a sudden ended up 11-6. and six. Beaten today, not just beaten, beaten convincingly by the Buccaneers, 32-9 in a major upset. Yes, it was in Tampa Bay. Jace, Jason Kelsey, uh, very emotional after the game. Many are now intimating that he's it probably knows that he's, he's going to retire. Yeah. Yeah, pretty disappointing for him. But uh, well done to, to the Buccaneers. Uh, they'll go on and play, uh, I think, the Lions. They do too. Yeah, they do. They'll play Dan Campbell's Lions. The other games um, today, the Bills defeated the Steelers 31.78. How about the snow and those Bills supporters? It's horrific. <laughs> when anything would happen good for the, the, the Buffalo Bills, which is one of the coldest places in America, right up near the Canadian border. Oh, Sats is, uh, not Sats, uh, the Rats' mm. new team. Yeah, yeah. Whoever's winning, Rat will go. With. He was there a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, so, um, but every time they do something well, the fans would throw clumps of snow in the air. The scenes were <laughs> ridiculous. Delayed. They had to delay the game to melt the snow off the field. And it was already postponed for, mm. for two days. So next week, the NFL divisional rounds look like this. Ravens taking on the Texans. Uh, Rats 49ers, that's his team next week, uh, taking on your Packers. Yep. Um, and Monday, 
Uh, what about this game? Every time these two teams play each other, it's a classic. Bills versus the Chiefs. First time Patrick Mahomes has played in a playoff away from uh, from Kansas. So it's the first away game for him in a mm. playoff against the Bills. Few injuries today for the Bills and the Lions, as I said, will play the Buccaneers. <laughs> Can you stop coughing? Mm. You must be choking on that. Uh, what is that stuff? Broccolini. Broccolini. Why can't you get proper sized broccoli? Because I feed some of it to, I feed the stems to Frank. Okay. Break time. This is Sports Day. The all electric Kia EV9. Kia's largest electric seven seat SUV. Kia, major partner of the Australian Open. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. The all-electric Kia EV9. Kia's largest electric seven-seat SUV. Kia, major partner of the Australian Open. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. Welcome back to it. Last segment. Uh, I can tell you um, Sats has resigned from the last laugh. So there'll be no more last laugh, kids. Uh, ever we, again, we, he's got we the can still do it, but I mean, no, you don't want to. So no, let's well, move but, on. But Cam has re- supplied us with some some great gear over the week. So, if, well, Cam has just sent us a text. Well, we feel can free, my, feel free if anyone wants to send a last laugh in, and my, we'll assess which one's the best one. My best memory of a Sheffield Shield was Mum and Dad letting me stay home from school to watch Queensland wrap up their first ever win in a final. Yeah, I remember big Carl Rackman going bananas after big the mocker. Final. Yeah, my my. On memories of a Sheffield Shield was watching uh, Dirk Wellham uh, bat for three days to get 50. <laughs> so, last laugh. Actually, he's got one here for you. Uh, I know, boys, yesterday one of my good friends told me I often make people uncomfortable. Oh, no, no. no okay, yeah, yeah. You're going to go with it again? Yeah, but. Okay, I'm going to get. We have to get the intro changed to Cam's last laugh. Cam's last laugh, yeah. Now, Cam's commenting. He's now sending me direct messages on. Instagram. Really? Commenting about his last laugh now. So it's good. All right, a couple of more texts. Okay, guys, uh, this is from Philip Bylong or Michelle from Dubbo. Which one? Guys, I'm uh, going these Quinella for the NRL grand final this season. Either Penrith and South or Penrith Roosters or Penrith. What? Penrith versus South. <laughs> Don't waste what Penrith little time we have. Roosters <laughs> or Penrith versus Manly. You watch this space. I think Manly. Like I was saying last night, they're they're real smoky, manly. I think. Hey, what about this? Josh might be uh, onto something here. What? Apparently, you're hard pressed to find wedges and sour cream abroad. Really? So that could be uniquely Australian. Mm. Good one, Joshy. Lamb cutlets at the Paragon Cafe in Goulburn, the best feed on earth. Jeff from I've Yass. heard that. Jeff, you'll probably reckon the fifth person has mentioned that. Really? That cafe? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Now, Dr. Stupid says, at the buffet, it's all protein. The first two plates with the sauces, tip the veggies out of the stir fry, then desserts and complain why everyone's taking so long. Yeah, it's, it's, you've got to be really careful with carbohydrates early on in your buffet visit. <laughs> really early on. There's a real strategy to it. I concur. I concur. There's strategy to it. Lamb's fry and bacon with chips. Can't beat it. Sensi from Sawtell. Yeah, and also uh, Rooster Muzz says uh, he's watching the, listening to the BBL and watching it as well and listening to us. Says, Woogie and Worm, geez, they're a smart lot in WA. I just saw a sign in the crowd that spelt Co the Scorchers. What was it? Co the Scorchers. They've missed the G. It's just Co. Oh, God. Yeah. Hey, fellas, could you please ask Jimmy what team he supports now? Oh, we missed that one. That's Dave from Hawks Nest. Play what? Play for five? I think. Melbourne. Uh, who's... Oh, Warriors. Who's this? Yeah, five. Um, 
Kalbara Beach. Someone from Kalbara Beach. Who said anyone wants to share a tongue with you? Maybe oh, you know, you're rating yourself a little too yeah, high. You're talking about the swingers, the swingers situation on cruises. Do you think Steve from Dubbo gets into a bit of swing action? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I have to get an image of him first. Send, send, a, send a picture in to, to Daddy Vass. How come Woogie has an upside-down aubergine on his door on a cruise ship? <laughs> hey, now, what's going to be the uh, – what, what have we got here? Um, Tommy says, yeah, the Chico roll. Now, Cam says, boys, I saw Alan Border a couple of weeks ago in Kenmore, which is in Brisbane, and mm. what struck me was, say, how short he was, and my respect for him grew even more. I was just thinking how fearless he would have been against the Windies. You're right, Cam. He is a – well, his nickname's Pugsley. He's a tiny little man. And, again, a lot of those times batting without helmets on. I remember when Ponting first came into Test Match Cricket. Yeah. There was, and he's a short man. He's shorter than Alan Border, I reckon. And there was no, there was no helmets. But Alan Border, he was just fearless. I think Steve is into swinging. Why? I agree with you about AB, by the way. He goes, why can't people just put a sign on their door that says they're swingers? True. Yeah, that's true. Now that everyone knows what the pineapple stands yeah. for. Or a banana. Why don't people do that? <laughs> On sports day, it's time for the last laugh with I Scott Sattler. I can't believe I just wandered in. I, he's coming right in. He's going to do a set after me. The stage is yours, Sats. So, uh, Cam said yesterday one of his good friends told him that he makes people uncomfortable, that he made people uncomfortable by violating their personal space. Mm. It was really hurtful. He, he, he was really hurt by this because he said it completely ruined their bath together. Oh, that's wrong. That's good. That's a terrible joke. Hey, Wall from Budrum, I love it. National dish, and we heard a lot for this, is the chicken parmigiana. Thank you for your text, Wall. Yeah. First time texter. Hey, we've got to go. And mean average, I'm pretty sure that uh, my Tinder profile isn't for Glenn. All right, we've got to go. See you tomorrow. See ya. Good day!